1: Having trouble getting out of the fence because of kicks like that.
0: Welcome to Clicking Balls. We've got an episode right here on the AFL Preliminary Final Week Wrap-Up. My name is Heath, and the first question we ask each week is, what was your highlight of the weekend? Josh, you got a highlight?
2: Well, Bontempelli's efforts for for mine, but uh, it also shows that the guys that run the the Rising Star must be a hard job, because they don't seem to have got it... uh Perfect,
0: very often. Runner-up to the Rising Stars seems to be a bit of a gift yep. these days. Because mm-hmm. uh, obviously, uh, Cripps was runner-up to Jesse Hogan, mm-hmm. um, and he had a, a brilliant season. I think he got best and fairest, and he backed it up this year. He was unlucky not to make all yeah. Australian. Yeah.
2: You'd, you'd say Jesse Hogan, you know, still uh Wasn't
0: as good as Cripps this year, no, though. No, no. Yeah. Um, you go Bont, who was runner-up to Lewis, Lewis Taylor,
2: Taylor, who's... Yeah. Let's face it, done fuck all.
0: Struggled at, uh, at Brisbane, but... Brisbane struggled along with him. Um, he wasn't their
2: worst player. Reese Palmer
0: beat out Cyril Rioli. You know, it goes back.
2: Yeah, and which, which one would you really rather have? I, I think it's a, a fair line for Cyril there. It's not, it's not bad.
1: I'm surprised that the same people doing Richmond's recruiting have done the, <laughs> the selection on the selection committee.
0: Oh, I, I dare say Kevin Bartlett's on there. It, it could be very, very He manages to
1: find his way on most committees, let's be honest. He does. Managed to keep out of the um, making football great or whatever the fuck the motto was for
0: Richmond. Uh, we'll get to that. Always the the Richmond segment. I think we'll get there. Well, was that Expression? your... Hang on. Brenton, your highlight of the, the week, was uh, it? It was,
1: it was a big week, to be honest. And there are a few highlights. I mean, Brad Pitt can go back to smoking weed and making decent movies. Um, <laughs> Dusty Martin said he's definitely not going to Adelaide. I thought it was pretty funny. You know, when whenever you get anyone to Adelaide, they usually give them a share of the Alma Hotel or something just to <laughs> Some pub. put a bit of a sweetener. They offered to reopen Rise nightclub on Light Square for Dusty, give him all of it. It still wasn't enough. Um, So, yeah, but apart from that was the Richmond... uh, Focus on football. Focus on football. (laughs) Who've come out and said, all right, we're standing back, but we did something. (laughs) Failed to say what they did, but they did something, apparently. It's a bit like,
0: you know, the bloke in the crowd supporting his side. When the full forward's got a Mark 40 out... And the bloke in the crowd says, kick a goal. Yeah, And then the yep. foot does it like, yep, I exactly. told him to do See, that.
2: I know what I'm talking about. What well, done,
0: focus on football.
2: Or the one who's in the opposition forward line going, miss, 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 miss. And they miss. And he's like, yeah.
0: Can we just you know, just stand back and reflect for a moment? Because this is the first time where, in generations, that the Richmond board has looked competent by comparison. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And and usually we never measure ourselves against ourselves because we always lose. Well, <laughs> well you but did the, this time. But this time we won. So we've yeah. actually done something right. But still, it's not a good look when you can just get any old ragtag of um, little, what do we call them, revolutionaries to try and overthrow the board and fail miserably. But it's such a risky thing to do. Like We haven't got any controversy. Things seem to go on, okay, fuck that. Let's change <laughs> shit up. <laughs> it's like suing your electrician because the house wasn't painted right. Yeah.
0: Yep. That, I like that analogy. That works well. Um, so we'll go into the games quickly. Uh, we're doing this uh, podcast a day early because the Brandlow medal's on Monday night and I'd rather watch it than... Record um, after last year's live one was all right, but it's just on delay, it's just too hard to do. So, we'll go straight into Friday night the swans versus the cats. Um, First thing, the TV said the crowd was 71,000. I I reckon that's over by 20. Yeah, it looked like only 50 there. There was a lot of spare seats,
1: they included staff in that number, I'm sure. Uh, It it did seem that way, yeah.
0: There was definitely a a lot of spare seats at the long end.
1: Yeah, don't know what's going on there. Could mean. V-line breakdown or something I don't know or Too much traffic in Westgate Yeah But yeah they, they didn't seem to get out In full force for it And I mean Can't blame them with the results I was going to so. say The,
0: the players uh, Showed up the same way
1: Yeah exa- Well yeah A couple of them showed up And uh, well, Honestly I don't know If you can blame Geelong so much As Sydney were just that good They
2: were They were brilliant
1: yeah, that, that's what I was thinking as well because the obvious criticism was Geelong kicking it long and which, which everyone knew, that's the game plan you cannot utilize, especially yeah. when they're we were talking about last week where we're uncertain if they're going to put Aliyah in, in the back lines because you wouldn't imagine that Geelong is going to bomb a forward.
0: Or, or just leave him as the loose man. You've got exactly. to put, put somebody on him.
1: Yeah, but I think it's just a result of Sydney's pressure. So I really think it was a cause and effect type of thing. It definitely would have been their game plan. And it was just a matter of that was the only option they had at that time. And repeatedly had, had no plan B to get out of it, so...
0: Well, in the last two weeks in in finals against good sides, you know, Geelong and Adelaide, obviously, yeah. Sydney have kicked 14 goals to one in the first quarter Really combined. Oh, yeah. It's Course just it stupid. Uh, yeah. When you get out to a start like that, like, yeah. the game was over. Yep, It was junk time from uh, the first quarter onwards. Yeah.
1: And unlike the previous week where... Um, was it Geelong Hawthorne that played? Yeah. The week before, Before yeah. that, where you were expecting Hawthorne to come back. This one, you knew Geelong had done. Yeah. they got nothing. And because even... Dangerfield was getting lots of possessions, but still couldn't do much with them because there was no one else to really have them out. But yeah.
2: well, you look at the possession count. To handballs, Cats actually had thirty more than uh, Sydney.
1: Yeah, I mean that's not surprising with the pressure though, because uh, they're trying to do, work something with it. Nothing upfield. Yeah. I mean, Sydney had forty more kicks, but um, you know, even so, just too much handball around,
2: and then the effectiveness was sixty-eight to seventy-three. But uh, you know, even so, just too much faffing with the ball. But that, that was cutting off of options by Sydney too. It
0: was it just that. I mean, just loopy handballs to a bloke under pressure. Yeah.
2: How how many times they did the big loop handball yeah. and you see the guy standing
1: still waiting for it and just eight guys coming in. Yeah, yeah but yeah. they had the fumbles as well, which yeah. was frustrating when I don't even go for the team. I'm used to that with, with targets, but things like getting front and centre to a pack and the ball gets um, knocked straight down into your lap and mm. fumbles and spills out. And it's over and over, handballs to feet. Where on the, on the converse to that, Sydney... Even if it did manage to get a handball to the feet, was one pick up, straight yep. up, runners coming past. Well, yep. Geelong actually won the inside 50s, 72 to 40.
2: Yeah, yeah, they had heaps of inside 50s. Absolutely hiding. The,
0: the ball was like, it wasn't deep inside 50 often. Yep. It was just in, out, in, out, in, out. Yeah. Um. And then Sydney got a great run through and away they go. Um. I'm going to have a stewards inquiry though, because how many Sydney players we see go off with career, uh, like season-ending injuries <laughs> yeah. in the last two weeks to come back on two minutes later? Yeah. I'm I'm saying somebody's got Mr. Miyagi in the change rooms with the (laughs) the frying pan and the oils out, or...
2: Or they're doing cheat codes. They've
0: got cheat codes, or they've got replicants. (laughs) They've given up on cola, they've gone straight to cloning.
1: Well, they've just finally got hold of some of the stockers' magic spray, fixes everything, that was shit.
0: I tell you what, they're doing some magic spray, it's amazing. Like, Gary Rowan was finished for 2017. He was done for 2017 last week. And he comes out the fastest man on the field.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost, he had that many leg injuries, you always put him down. So I saw Aaliyah Leo go down, grabbing the
2: outside of his leg. And I thought, well, geez, that's a MCL or a PCL or something.
1: No, no, he's, he, he's coming back. He's, he's going to be good, apparently. It's good to be young again, where and your so body just rejuvenates itself and bounces back.
0: A- MCL, they're the superannuation company, aren't they?
1: <laughs> MLC, a- but
0: yeah. Oh, that's close. ALC. Uh, ACL. Anyway, fucking now. Um. Yeah. When even when Aliya went off though, he's all smiles.
1: Yeah. yeah. Might,
0: well, I mean, they were up by ten goals nearly at that stage. Exactly. Well, not he, ten goals. He's
1: but... Had a crack a few weeks too, but yeah. Know, it seems, I mean, you you've got to be enjoying footy when you're playing that good, surely. But he's
2: playing so well. He got a mention at the UN. He
1: did too. That's right. Yeah. What was that all about? I didn't actually yeah. read the article. I went, oh, yeah, cool. oh, I think Mal <laughs>
2: Turnbull just pumping up um, the upside of immigrants. You know, they they can they play can.
1: footy right you say yeah. cuz
0: american baseball and the dominican republic's been <laughs> beating that drum for the last 50 years but um, Thought it could
1: have been outraged at r sports uh, getting rid of it as a professional sport
0: <laughs> yeah you should have given it a mention um, and thank you for everyone that's now listening thanks to uh, the r sports saga but anyway
1: sorry for the disappointment <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, uh, i want to give a special mention though to benny McGlynn. wasn't he a little fox oh, terrier yeah. running around everything he well, touched turned to gold from.
1: Well, he's always had the promise there, and I mean, it's tough to really shine in a squad like that, too. So, I, I don't
0: know if there's anybody in the AFL uh, that sat in the stands to watch their teammates win more flags than Benny McGlynn. Yeah, yep. he, he was there in uh, '08 uh, at the Hawks, and yeah, he was too. That's right, missed out in 2012 at the Swans, um, missed out in 20. I don't, yeah, he played in 2014, but uh, obviously didn't get uh, the chocolates. But
1: and they were all due to injuries, weren't they? Yep. there's a
2: couple of
0: jobs, yeah. yeah. Not not form.
2: Yeah. Um, when I'm watching yeah. the the game, I like to have a, a little bit of cash on first goal kicker, just because it makes it interesting in the first couple of minutes. When the is first look, minutes, is you good. hate yep, Harry Taylor. Yeah. A <laughs> few. I did not even see McGlynn as an option, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was 101 to one. Yeah. And I, I thought they'd be throwing money away. I had a quick five on Buddy Franklin,
1: but that uh, didn't happen. He still kicks some nice goals, though, buddy. He looked right at home yeah. at the MCG, doesn't he? I tell so you, Mr. Beat.
0: I don't know what's happened because he looked uh, all at sea in yep. the game against GWS. Right? Yeah. he was worried about other things. In this one, he was all business, and yeah. he was dropping the eyes and pinpointing twenty meter, twenty five meter passes. Yep. his up the ground
2: efforts were brilliant too. he's
0: oh, yeah, um, he's unfairly gets bashed for um, being lazy. Yeah. Um, he's never lazy.
1: Yeah, but he is. doesn't need to be an on-baller. That's the thing. Like, no. He plays his role very well. And, and the only time you see him get exposed is when they have supply issues into their forward 50. Or he's been um, sort of worn like a glove from someone. But he always pushes up the field where generally that's what Gino did well. They put bullets of pressure on in the forward line to cut off the supply. So he had to yep. go up forward to get his possessions. That's it. you got to cut
0: off his supply because sure. he is too good.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh. when you see him kicking in, you like, buddy. I can't remember who it was. He, he was... Buddy, someone's kicking in the to Buddy who was about forward I don't know, forward pocket or something like that, you end up taking the mark. And you just know straight away, like, there's no way you're gonna be able to spoil this mark. Like Buddy's yeah. got a fifty out forward pocket.
0: He's in position, he's too strong. Yeah.
1: yeah. He swings around on the left and kicks it straight through the middle. Um so yeah, it's always hard to to get him one on one and even two on one. And we've always mentioned the way he can break tackles and <laughs> bust through pretty much anyone except for Mumford. I remember last week he steamrolled Cameron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had, yeah. did a couple uh, this week too. And it's almost you have to sacrifice one person to tackle him, and the rest of them may as well go for the handball off because yeah. you're not going to get him to the ground, and it's very hard to get him holding the ball.
2: It's like watching a cavalry charge in Game of Thrones or something. You just see a mounted knight just trampling over some yeah, poor exactly. peasant with a stick. <laughs> just, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so made the cats look ordinary. Um, like you said, Dangerfield was all right. You got plenty of the ball, but for me, I don't know if I've seen a better game in a losing side than Joel Selwood's. Yeah, mm. there, there's obviously he's a great player. Yeah. But there's a few players that they go to that extra level of desperation. And yeah, it's like, yeah. you are not beating me. Yeah. He was there uh, um, on Friday night. Yeah. I've seen Cyril Rioli does it as well. Sometimes he just, I am getting this ball. Nobody's going to stop yeah. me. And Selwood was the same. He's a um, He's got comfortable arrogance.
1: Does that yeah. make sense? I think it's like resolve. There's like some people who just, today is not going to be the day that they're going to lay over, roll over yeah. and take it. They're going to be always in there. Digging either a deeper hole or trying to get out of it. A, a quiet belligerence.
0: Yeah, something like that. Because uh, you know, he's got three flags. Yep. You know it'd annoy him that there are Hawthorne players that have four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, fuck them, I've got to get more." You know, it, it, Which, is nothing wrong with that at all. Love it. And you see it in his interviews sometimes when uh, he had a crack at Ben Dixon during the year for, <laughs> for something. And am like, you know that it just has that, uh, like people always said about Michael Jordan, just yeah. the ultimate competitor. Whatever he's doing, he wants to win. Yeah, except Joel
1: Um, Seward seems like a
2: good, decent guy. (laughs) He 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 wouldn't cheat at rock, paper, scissors like Jordan did. He would. He'd
0: absolutely cheat. He probably would,
1: but he might actually feel bad about it afterwards. (laughs) I doubt
0: it. I don't know.
1: He'd he'd cheat, but he'd get cut. Yeah. Yeah. MJ would probably tell you, go fuck yourself. You should have known better. Uh,
0: Yeah, Joel Seward would get the blood rule in rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) But for me, he was best on ground despite... That uh, his team getting a hiding
1: yeah because it was a pretty comprehensive team effort from Sydney there weren't, yeah. weren't many weak I, mean, leagues, I could think of one to be honest yeah who, who played bad yeah right. that's it and the ones that you like they were sort of um, inconsistent players just stepped up like I said Gary Rowan before just yeah. fucking hell he he, even
0: from? Zach Jones who came in uh, yeah. after playing the knee full, I think he played in the knee full, yep. Um he had a blinder for,
2: uh, for me the scary kid is Heaney, Heaney.
0: yeah, he, yeah. Isaac yeah.
2: Heaney he, he's barely old enough to fucking drive yeah but he just looked spectacular um,
0: even better, I thought was Papley. Yeah, he kicked yeah, up yeah. Four was, yeah, last definitely. week, and I think he kicked two or three this week yeah. as well. He is just that absolute Stevie Milne goal yeah. snake. That's yeah. all he does is kick goals.
1: And yeah, potentially got better. Three. And when you got him and Heaney doing what they do up yeah. forward, yeah, what we, do
0: you do? Heaney's high marking. It's it's yeah. just it's an extra trick. Yeah, and, and that's why I like Parker as well because he can take a high mark. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh. It says a lot.
1: Um, also, the way Heaney can work his way through a pack as a skinny little dude—you know—he yeah. usually gets thrown around, but he just managed to find his way through there, almost like James Hurdish. And his tackles—like I did not see him get uh, a tackle broken once,
2: which for a guy his size, like he comfortably be what mid seventies, early eighties uh, kilogram. I got no clue.
1: Who's that? Heaney. Heaney. Probably low seventies, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing how much um, sort of density you get out of a small little frame yeah. but there's not much fat there it's all yeah. muscle.
0: He does yeah. look a little wiry. Yeah. The wiry type like uh Tuck and Fletcher. Yeah. 80, yeah.
1: 80
2: kilos, there we go. Uh that might be a Collingwood 80 kilo player as well. <laughs> yeah, so um, the off-season 80 kilo. Yeah. <laughs> They're
1: not doing that shit during the during the year, are they?
2: But you know a bloke uh who's only in his first couple of seasons, gets Second 20 season, yeah. yeah, 20 kicks, seven tackles, six marks. You'd, you'd have that
1: every day yeah. of the week. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's starting to cover more of the ground as well, yeah. so yeah,
2: and, and just
1: what, looks unintimidated by anyone. it's him and Papley both second years, aren't they? First year. No, first year? year for Papley. First year, Papley. Yeah. That's, that's. I mean, for a team that's dominating three finals, and we've got those sort of players coming through. Um, just about going to have to raid their treasure chest, yeah. try to so, even it back up.
0: So it's it's all over for Geelong for the year. Where does that leave them really? Because this is their. We're not going to drop. You know, we're, yeah. we're having another go. Really, because they got Dangerfield.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. yeah. Boomer yeah. Harvey's the answer, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, I was saying the other day who we should go to is Port. Um, yeah, I can... he, he, uh, give them yeah. some real leadership that they. I wish need. that on anyone. I though. scarily <laughs> agree with that one. I imagine think he, he would be it
2: for them. Imagine having to live in Port Adelaide. Fuck that. Oh, uh, no one has to live in Port Adelaide.
0: You could do a fly-in, fly-out. <laughs>
2: yeah, even a helicopter um, in from. Even Leighton Hewitt sold his Port Adelaide house.
1: Yeah, that's true. But then again, he probably could have bought a couple acres at Lake Acres at uh, what's it called Mawson Lakes, or whatever the fuck it is. Oh. No. Westlakes. West Westlakes. Yeah. That's Adelaide's match of Westlakes. Yeah. yeah. Like that, no, fuck it. I know, you can buy some new units at the I'll old Footy semaphore. Park. Oh, for, oh, Footy Park. The yeah. old Footy Park, because yeah. that's all units now. It's yep. like Waverly turned
0: into. But anyway, so the Swans just uh, marching on through. I think that the record for teams that lose the first week of finals and then make the grand final is almost perfect um, really? to, to like go on to the flag.
1: It was interesting what the talk was um, over the weekend about the forced buy in round twenty four, and it means the top four teams play one game in three weeks. Yeah, something so like that. about form. Um, it's interesting to hear what the players think about that because you can feel when you're just off, like your touches in there. Yeah. So I mean, I not to media right now, so I'd like to hear what the players' thoughts are yeah. about it.
0: Um, I, I know that just about before the final, just about everybody said um, we don't like this round twenty four buy. Yeah. Um, but I think that. The two teams that earned the week off now both lost. Yeah, I think that's just the, the the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, a, and hopefully it's gone next year. Yep. but who knows? You know, it means they've got to find a second buy somewhere else.
1: It was fucking tough that week to get through. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? <laughs> you geared up at finals. Nah, I'm not giving you a shit. thought footy was on.
0: Yeah, the legends' game was oh, on, yeah. but I mean, really, it wasn't the same.
1: No, no, I watched like a little bit of both of them, but wasn't really excited for either.
0: And I think NRL outrated them both that weekend. So yeah. That's what they'll be looking at. Um, but anyway, we'll move on to the next game, which was GWS and the Bulldogs. And this was actually a pre- preliminary final. It one of felt the best like
2: finals it, I can think of in recent memory.
0: Felt like it from the get-go. There's always one good prelim every year. Yep. Um, and it wasn't the Friday night
1: no. one uh, at all. Well, when we were doing our tips, so I was thinking, all right, no, nah, this one's definitely going to be a blowout. And for um, GWS, couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> Actually, I think we were pretty spot on for last week's. We I predicted, a,
2: wasn't. predicted a, a tight, fl- free flowing running game. Uh, that's right. I predicted that, so I was right. Yeah. Um, no, you did pick the Bulldogs. But the Bulldogs win. And uh, I'll tell you what, though, Dixon, how yep. did he go? That uh, that two on one goal where he just oh, brilliant. willed himself square. into it. He had no right kicking that.
0: No. F- fell over, dropped the mark, and beat both guys on the ground and put it through. When, when you're doing stuff like that again, you go, it's your night.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, especially the week before where um, he had a shocker. He of m- a goal. Missed mm. three
0: or four in a row. Easy shots yeah, too. Yeah. He missed Did- one after the siren as well, so let himself down there. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Heath Shaw bobbed up with uh, a goal though. Hey,
0: wasn't he excited all He night?
2: was ramping at someone.
0: That was Collingwood Heath Shaw. Yeah, Remember when he used to go off at his yep. players all the time? Him and Maxwell
2: I was, just, <laughs> it was yep. fucking awesome to watch. He was going off at everyone. Like, not just his players. He was having a crack at any bugger going near
0: him. He was definitely going off at his players more than... Uh, he had words several times with... Was it uh, Dylan Shields? I think it was Dylan Shields. Mm. I can't remember. Um, no, no, sorry. Um, who from the Bulldogs? Oh, that Liberatore. Even yeah, yeah, right. Libbers were having uh, back and forth a lot, and they kept showing uh, old Tony in the crowd. And I thought <laughs> yeah. he's just scratching, itching to get out <laughs> <Yep>. there. <laughs> he would have loved it. Um, it was beautiful scenes after the siren. Though. They showed every bulldog's fan they could find with yeah. a name, you know. And uh, Bob Murphy was on the on the deck, you know, yeah, in, 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 in tears. And
1: how can you not feel for Bob Murphy? Seriously, poor bastard. Yeah, you got to give him something, don't you? Just, just uh, if you're up by forty. <laughs> the last, last quarter. Stick him out there. Bring the, the sub yeah. back on. Give him a runner's foot. <laughs> going job? to complain? Seriously. Whoever does, you find out who the biggest cunt in your group is. It's the one to complain about that. Actually, with uh, Heath
2: Shaw's handball long goal from 50, he's equaled his season best since uh, 2012. Of one. With one. Yep. Well done. <laughs> Consistent.
0: Well, how many goals he kicked in his career?
2: 39.
0: 39? Yeah, it's not bad.
2: Hmm. His, it's, his best year was 2006 and uh,
0: 2012 with nine. Um, I tell you what, though... When Jordan Ruffett, it's going to be very interesting to yeah. see how he pulls up. Because oh, I yeah. said bleeding in the eye or, or some shit like that. Some of that, yeah. Because um, uh, he's playing a blinder. Uh, yeah. But, oh.
1: And he's been essential, especially against um, Gio uh, West where you got Mumford.
0: Yeah. Um, and that was you know where their uh, the weak spot for uh, the Bulldogs was in the ruck. Yeah. They lost their makeshift ruckman. Yeah. Um, and they managed to not win the rucks, but they certainly leveled it out.
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't put a pass in just to stick a patch over it. <laughs> yeah. him out there. You know, you get the Joel Stelwood uh, tape tape band yep. around the forehead, just yep. lower it a bit to turn on an angle and away you
0: go. Um, they did unbelievably well. And uh, how was the uh, knockout flying knee to Callum Ward? Oh, Jeez, it yeah. got him sweet.
1: Player of the day oh. as well. That could have just won the game for him, to be honest. I uh, mean, if, if you're going to look at who whose loss was bigger, Callum Ward or Roughhead, well, I have to say Ward.
0: <laughs> I think Ward as a player, but Roughhead... Uh, structurally, yeah. was a bigger loss. Um, so call that a wash there.
1: How was little
2: Caleb Daniel in the second half? First half, I didn't see him, I don't think.
0: Yeah, he, it was one he tried to bloody take marks and stuff like that. I thought, geez, mate, you, your job <laughs> isn't to take that mark, but it is to make a contest, and that's mm. what he did.
2: Yep. He ended up bobbing up with 24 possessions, which is, you know, 14 of being kicks, so it's pretty well done.
0: Again, is he a runner-up in the... In this year's, yeah. Rising star, you No, know I'm saying? Keep an eye on him. But yeah, I mean, I you. The, the big story for the Bulldogs was the Bont all night. I mean, he's a bona fide yep. superstar. Back in blue shoes too, I noticed. Yeah. Yep. So it could be something to that. If, I don't know. If the uh, Bulldogs get up on uh, on Saturday, like he is a, a mot for the North Smith.
1: Yeah. 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 And I mean, I wonder how he goes in the Brownlow medal tomorrow night because he, he could be a deserving, uh, the most deserving winner that doesn't win it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I think, um, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll go on to just uh, some grand final predictions first, then we'll move on to the brown low. So uh, what are we seeing on Saturday?
1: Well, I think over the last couple of weeks I've made it evident clear I know fuck all about what's going to happen. So <laughs> I picked Gino West in a landslide, and I think I might have picked the Hawks over <laughs> Geelong. So. Yep,
0: and I picked the Eagles before that.
1: So nothing in me can go for Sydney. So I'm going for the Bulldogs for sure. <laughs> even, if even if I thought they wouldn't win, I still wouldn't say it.
2: Well, you look at, you know, in, in every bulldog supporter is going. You can't. <laughs> you look at all the reasons why City should win, and there's a lot of them. Like yep. their midfield is ridiculously good. They've got Buddy Franklin at the forward. Yep. Uh They've actually got people who can ruck. Yep. Um But the Bulldogs just se- seem to find a way. Yeah. There's someone else bobbing up. So probably more on. Um, hope than actual fact, I'm yep. going for the Bulldogs. I
0: think everybody's going for the Bulldogs. Yeah. But I'm not picking them. Like, Sydney are just too good. I'll uh, put yeah, a dollar on like, the dogs.
1: I just can't bring myself to pick Sydney just even say the words. <laughs> I can't do it.
0: Um, the the genuine class they have in the midfield, I mean, the easy bet you can have all day is Sydney to win Joey Kennedy to get the Norm Smith. Yeah, um, I think that that's the bet that most people are going to go with. Yep. But like I said... Uh, I tipped them to get uh, I tipped the Bulldogs to get flogged by West Coast. I thought Hawthorne were just gonna to be too good. Yeah. I thought GWS did everything the Bulldogs did except better. I yep. thought that one wasn't gonna be close either. Um, this yep. is Leicester City. Exactly. Yeah, yeah isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they just keep on going through. If if it was a Hollywood script writer, you yep. go, "Yeah, come on guys. No, yeah, fair enough.
1: And I mean it could have been half a foot square better on them too, because yep. they might have game like that.
0: So I was thinking, you know, it's the the big grand final, um, and you got to do the pre match stuff and all that kind of stuff, and you know, get them all g'd up. Yeah. Not of like the Bulldogs, obviously they've got the banner sorted. Yeah. But I thought I'll do a little bit of work for it. Right. I thought, you know, when uh, they take the cameras down into the under the dugout. Yep. And they show the the team coming up, and yeah, right. uh, the pre match stuff. You know, they play different songs and stuff like that. Like I think Richmond play Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. yeah until yeah. they kick into the theme song yeah. to the actual.
1: You yeah, know, not. Beat drums or do some shit. that's way, way out of time and never syncs up.
0: Oh no, they they have the fucking players singing the preamble. Oh
2: no, yeah, that's, that's um Tim. What's his face from?
1: I uh, from your Yeah, from yeah. UMI. Is it really? Yeah, sounds shit. It's shit. Yeah, Paul, I, I actually really like it. Yeah, uh, no. Well,
0: you're the you're the audience for it. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're you're their target market, sure. so that's fine. Um, obviously, Port Adelaide do you know never tear us apart afterwards. Before the first bounce, and yeah. you know, call it cheesy, whatever. They love it. Um, Hawthorne do um, Wolf Mother, woman, you know? woman, A Joker and the Thief, <laughs> Joker and the Thief, of right. course. That's so cool. I did a little bit of work, and I thought, you know, the way the Bulldogs are going, um, this is what they go. You just imagine it, you know. You go down, just not who let the dogs out. You go down into the, into the race. Yep. You see Eastern Wood, the bond. They're coming up, and then it starts to play.
1: <laughs> Can you see it?
0: I mean, that's the story of this year for him. <laughs> is, <yeah>. And then... <laughs> straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> How would, you'd be with him go, would you?
2: Yeah. I think you'd, the hardest part would be keeping Tony Liberatore off the field. You'd <laughs> <that starts. laughs> be
0: scratching and punching everyone out there? I tell you, what, that, that'd make you want to run out there. But, Actually, you know, it wouldn't surprise just... me
2: at all to see Tony Liberatore... In the Stands on Grand Final day, rip off the shirt WWE <laughs> style to show the old school Foots Grey Goons again. Run out on the field, <laughs> runs out, left hooks the banner.
0: <laughs> um, but I, I thought I've got to be fair though. If I am going to do Bulldogs, I've got to do Sydney. So I did uh, I did one for Sydney as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, fair enough. That works. <laughs>
0: and then straight through it, <laughs> it, hey. But you see, like uh, that could get confusing because Tom Boyd he could, he might actually walk up the wrong race because you know you got two Bondot you got the two millionaires over there and one over here. That you go, all right. So I thought, all right, that's a bit unfair. So I did a third one, uh, a second one for Sydney. Um, this one you might not recognise, or it might be just in the back of your mind there. Just so Tom Boyd doesn't get uh, confused. Do you recognise it in a minute? Here it comes.
1: Oh. Hey, A oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: bit of an old school one there. I thought, it's the last year they've got the cola, so you may as well make the most of it.
1: Exactly. And I mean, where are they going to stick that cola money after Sydney are done? Where's that going to, what's that earmarked for? Academy. I don't know,
0: it's the other easy Tasmania, joke.
1: Tasmania, I don't know. Well, definitely not Brisbane or <laughs> <laughs> Queensland, I'm <at all>. sure. <laughs>
0: They're just going to waste it.
1: <laughs> the banner on, uh, was it? Friday, Saturday night. S- Saturday, I R- it R- was another interesting thing. Twilight. It'd be good if we get Danny back on the show, but I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, though. <laughs> no.
0: uh, he wasn't impressed with how we ran things. Well, anyway. we,
1: we pretty much did fuck up every aspect of that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we could have fucked it up more. Oh, well. Oh, he was good. Hey, hey, the
2: chicken wings were good. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's bad. That it. it went downhill very quick <laughs> after that.
1: <laughs> yeah, Although
0: well, he has given us a, a new uh, sound test, but uh, we'll keep that amongst ourselves. Um, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he was on form again today with the VFL Grand Final. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Foots got up, so that's right. Lynn John also again. We're talking about the fucking magic spray. He broke his collarbone two weeks ago. Yep. Now he's getting best on ground in the VFL Grand Final. It's yeah, bullshit.
1: And I mean, Yago mira has got to be going. Hang on, hang on. We have gone to Western Bulldogs. <laughs> Can I get some of this? <laughs>
0: yeah. I need to go to the Swans or Bulldogs on the way. Say so, when you're, uh, you got Dumbledore as your medico. Um, anyway, so Brownlow Medal, uh, we spoke briefly about. That's on. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday night, so that's on tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, is there any reason Dangerfield's not going to win it?
2: Oh uh, look, Boomer in his last season, I reckon he'll vote well. Uh... <laughs>
0: now, seriously he could get the most votes for uh, for North Melbourne.
2: Yeah. I think Todd Goldstein's got that stitched. You but, really? Um,
0: I, I'll tell you what, there's a nice bet there for Boomer. Yeah, I reckon. I Goldstein's reckon. not going to get that many.
1: Oh, in the first nine
2: rounds, he'd probably vote in about yeah. five or six of them.
1: Yeah, that's true. But after that, probably going to be tough because he was carrying a lot of niggles for the rest of the season.
2: <laughs> yeah, half of them were from his uh, wife. But um, looking at uh, Brownlow... Odds, Dangerfield's at sixteen, which is, you know... That's stupid. I think
0: yep. most of the online bookies do their usual and pay out early. Yeah. And they um, pay out early on Dangerfield.
2: Well, the next one is Dusty Martin at 15s. So that shows yeah. you Dusty where Martin's the going. Dusty Martin's never
1: winning a Brownlow medal.
2: We can all agree <laughs> on that. Not when it's voted by the no, Ops. No, exactly.
0: <laughs> it's it's uh, going to be an interesting night. There's, I'm glad that uh, Geelong are out for one reason, because I go for Hawthorne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another it means we can see Dangerfield at his best. Yep. O- yeah. On the source when yep. he's up there. Yeah. Um Nat Fife might actually make the trip over to present the medal too. Oh yeah. Because uh, obviously uh Prittis couldn't do it last year because yeah. West Coast were in the in the final, so I mean, Gaz had to do it again. But
1: Nat Fife's probably got a few meetings hooked up too. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe while
0: over I'm sure we can start those rumours.
1: Well and we do, and we will. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Browno, I mean, it's hard to look past Dangerfield. But there are ones like Bonte Pelli, who's been the consistent player through the Bulldogs. Um, apart from that, yeah, it's hard to really say. It's hard to say. Um,
0: It'll be one of the biggest shocks, I think, if,
2: yeah. if he doesn't well, get it. Bonts at 21, which, you know, I can't see him winning it. But uh, I think they pay uh, quarter odds for place bets. So that's no, probably really... a value there.
0: Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, I think he's going to find it hard, though. Yeah. Um, even though the Bulldogs had plenty of good wins. I, I thought especially in the first half there was it was almost there yep. but JJ was brilliant at yeah, times until yeah. he did his hammy
1: Eastern Wood as well was pretty almost yeah the sole reason for a couple of those wins with his work across the back line. so it, he took well, a great mark as on the weekend as well
0: he did didn't he, he took it he went too early yeah yeah <laughs> and still took it in the fingertips yep um it was brilliant to see um yeah so it was uh, it's going to be an interesting night i think. it's hard to watch the old Brownlow. Yeah, that's it's, it. It's good to see the highlights from the year. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But some of the bullshit they go on.
1: Yeah. And that's it. We had a few plans for it, and then at the end of it, we were like, you know what? Most people we'll just do their own thing and just watch a little bit here and there and got their own shit going on. So, yeah.
0: Y- you watch it without paying attention.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't look past Dangerfield for the Brownlow, and I wouldn't expect money from Richmond to get there. Dusty might right. get 20 votes. That'll be about it.
2: Well, who do you reckon is going to come in second and third? Because. The, the smart money goes on Martin, Parker, Pelly Hanabry.
0: Well, I tip Parker from the get-go, and I think he's going to get a lot of votes early. But, yeah, um, yeah the three Swans midfielders in Hanabry, Kennedy, and uh, and Parker are going to be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the hardest market, is who gets yeah. the most votes out of Sydney.
1: Yep, but you can't discount some of the g players as well. I mean, I wouldn't bet on Mumford, but he has been instrumental. But yeah. you've always got Warden, you've got Shields. Canelio. Kine- as well, yeah, definitely.
0: Trelaw will get a few. Yeah, um, he'll get three votes nearly every time Collingwood wins Lord
1: had, had a standout year. let's yeah. be honest he was I mean imagine how shit Collingwood would have been if he yeah. didn't play let's pick him up
0: think about it every day <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah uh, I think the other story of the night will be when Sammy Mitchell gets I think he only needs 11 votes or 12 votes really you know, the most votes of all time right um, adjusted um, yeah. which isn't a bad effort and it's funny we're talking about you know Joe Watson if he gets his Brownlow taken off him yep then it goes to Cochin and to Mitchell. It's almost weird that, as a Hawthorne supporter, I hope it doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, well, I'm a Richard supporter, and I couldn't give a shit, to be honest. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to me.
0: But I think um, Sammy Mitchell being the most votes of all time and no medal yep. is kind of an awesome <laughs> badge almost, of honor. It's almost
1: like deserves a medal in itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's almost
0: like everyone else, you know, there are there's a Brantley medalist every year. Yeah, yeah. But there's only one bloke who has the most yep. and no... Yeah,
1: has, hasn't got the gong for it. Yeah.
0: It's yeah, it's weird like that. Um, But uh, anyway,
1: the other one is to be Dane Swan's last Brownlow Medal appearance. So keep an eye on that one. Well,
0: as as a player, yeah, but as a a winner, he gets an invite every every year, which is great because he uh, released he did an article today in the Age about ten steps to survive the Brownlow Medal count. As a player,
1: I'm, I'm sure he gets a step two. Then he's that fucking high on ecstasy, he forgets about <laughs> steps three to ten.
0: Well, he did say sneak some vodka in in your Mrs. purse.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's talking about vodka. <laughs> That's he's talking about. So I'm
0: sure his Mrs. is going to love the cavity search she gets on the way in this year. <laughs> I
1: was going to say anybody who's seen the cross at, at uh, Crown Palladium to Swanee with his um, sleeves rolled up, sweating out of every pore, <laughs> eyes the size of saucers, not vodka, champ. That's not vodka.
0: <laughs> Sitting across from Ed too. Exactly. He, yeah. Ed turns a blind eye. I think he's very happy to.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm sure Ed wouldn't... Ed, Ed's probably selling the shit, let's be honest. You <laughs> <laughs> still those people in Broadmeadows.
0: Yeah, you could take the bro- boy out of Brody.
1: Yep. And the money out of Brody and just fucking move to <laughs> the city.
0: Uh, it'll be uh, fun to see. So, who do you think uh, is there going to be any... If, if there is a Dark Horse.
1: The dark Horse, yeah. I mean, I don't think there will be a Dark Horse, but you'd have to think... Maybe someone like Armitage from the Saints, yeah,
0: or Luke Shuey, yeah, Lucky Neil. He got the most. Uh, what do you get the most possessions for the year? Yeah, but, you know, yeah. what if Freo win three games exactly, or four? Yeah, makes it a bit hard.
1: Makes it a bit hard. Yeah, but Saints had some close games, had some shit ones where Armitage still played well though. Yeah, picked up uh, forty possession games here and there, here and there. Yeah, more regular than we would have expected him to. You uh, know, losing sides, but yeah, it's hard to go past the same old. That's at the top of the betting list there.
0: And especially when the Dangerfields before, he's had quiet years. Yeah. And he'd pop up for 20 votes. You're like, holy fuck, how did he do that?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to throw accusations but umpires love Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit, bit of essay bias.
0: They've <laughs> only got one Brownlow medal in South Australia, haven't they? Uh,
1: no. Yeah. A yeah, couple
2: of Norm Smiths, but uh, no yeah. other Brownlow as I remember.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was just trying to think. Obviously, Wanganine won one, but he won it at Essendon. Yeah. Uh, didn't and
1: McLeod win one? No, he won no, two Normies.
0: Back to back Norm Smiths.
1: Oh, yep. well, someone wasn't doing the job then. Yeah. You certainly deserved one. Well,
0: see, it's because they can't get Rashudo in the voting panel <laughs> yeah. for the umpires. <laughs> he
1: least be doing bingo down at fucking the armour. <laughs> yeah. Imagine him as an ump. He'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs>
2: no, you couldn't take that voice Free here, kick
1: guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mind, mind you, you wouldn't argue too
2: hard with him. It was not.
1: Fucking wars are on yeah. fucking go Yeah. <laughs>
0: spin kick coming out.
1: <laughs>
0: you going to recall that bounce? You fucking go get it yourself, mate.
1: Well, that's one, one funny thing is that being in Melbourne now and hearing lots about the Sydney teams and the history, history of Melbourne teams, a lot of people forget how good the Adelaide team was and the talent they had in that squad with um, Rashudo and uh, fucking Bungie, Benji fucking... Benji, yeah. Andy, Andy McLeod. Andy McLeod. Um, he had Darren Jarman in there too. Jarman was a
2: freak of those grandfiles. Yeah, I remember... I had a, a bit of work one time at the distributor for Adidas clothes yep. and they had bronzed the shoes that he wore in that grand final. Really? Literally dipped in bronze, yeah. while <laughs> solid gym. metal, yep. and uh, they kept them. I don't know how the fuck they got them. They're probably raided from the, <laughs> yeah. from the uh, locker. But uh, yeah, apparently they're legit the pair that he wore.
1: Yeah, wouldn't surprise
0: me. Might have been a bit like Wanganines Guernsey, the Premiership Guernsey, you know, Remember, yeah. the one that got nicked from
2: him. Yep. <laughs>
1: might have done the same bloke <laughs> yeah. every year. He just goes in the grand final and takes his own
0: souvenir.
2: Well, the bloke who ran that place was a former Olympic hurdler, so maybe so. Oh, guess so. You can't fucking catch him. And speaking he, of good, might su- be gained about eighty kilos since then.
1: Speaking yeah. of good souvenirs, I was looking on Reddit today and had a uh, was on the AFL one just on random. Um, a billionaire in Brazil bought Atten Center's Lotus. Yes. Stuck it to the ceiling of his. Um, top floor apartment. Mm, right. <laughs> so you, there's a picture of Anton Sanders Lotus on a crane and lifted up the outside of the building and it shows inside it's got like his helmets in there and just yeah F1 car stuck so, to the ceiling.
0: When you say stuck to the ceiling do you mean wheels upside down?
1: Yeah. yeah yep. Wheels upside down above a lounge so you're sitting underneath it and I'm like I mean I'm sure Brazil's like uh, quite Prosperous in some areas, but I wouldn't trust their building codes for fucking nothing. So. <laughs>
0: but I mean, when it comes to billionaires, there's fuck you money, and then there's fuck everyone yeah. money.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what I was watching. I'm like, fucking what a wanker. I would totally do that. Of course you would. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, uh, with Brazil, because there's
2: such a, a small gap between rich and poor in terms of geography. You know, they would have had to drive that Lotus. and It was uncovered. and yeah. Everyone recognizes that car. It's the black yep. paint job with the gold detail. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone who has even remotely uh, watched motorsport knows that that's Etten car. Yeah. They would have been watching that go by, going, that just, that just fucking, that, did that go, was that, was that, was that, was that, fuck.
1: Exactly, yeah. So there would have been a crowd following that truck. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there would have been a couple of people ironing off, all right, how do we get it? <laughs> it
2: reminds me,
0: years and years ago, there was uh, Barry Breen's Premiership Guernsey for St Kilda was uh, auctioned off. Yeah. And I remember, obviously, I think. Gudensky or whatever his name from Mushroom uh, K- Records. Kudensky.
1: Michael Kudensky. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, He's a promoter in Australia? Yeah, Kinski? Mushroom Records. Oh, I can't remember yeah. what records but he does all the promotions yeah, for the stars. Yeah, it's probably here. him then. Kinski, a
0: massive yeah. Saints guy and he ended up buying it for think, fuck knows how much. I think
1: you might have a story about him in a gambling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: anyway, uh, some poor bloke who obviously was you know, 10 times <laughs> underneath the maximum. Yep. Uh, he got his permission. He went up with a piece of sticky tape, put it on the Guernsey and pulled it off just so he had some fibres. Really? Wow. I'm like, good on your chair. That's a real... <laughs> How could you say no yeah. if somebody's come up and said that?
1: Well, every time I dealt with Kuditsky, he's actually a really good bloke. He's a nice guy. He's always very yeah. friendly, very personable. And he had, didn't have you know, didn't have to be, but he yeah. was, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of the Guernsey that went missing, well, who was the North Melbourne one this year that... Peter o- Jacobs. Peter Jacobs auctioned off a Guernsey to, um, to who was it, a fan or something like that. Um, I think it sold for a couple hundred bucks. And then when it went time to send it out, Guernsey got missing. <laughs> they were trying to figure out what happened to it. He just decided to keep it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> just, yeah, no, i want to keep this one. It was for um, for one of their big wins or one of the games that turned out to be quite a snipping game. I right. it was though, but... Um, bit of memorabilia stories. Well, I remember seeing that pop up in Reddit, and the,
2: the conversation was that uh, North Melbourne were pushing it back to the promo uh, company, Team. whoever that was. Yeah. And the promo company's like, no, nothing to do with us, pushed it back in. Which, to be honest, North Melbourne didn't handle that well. If you're selling a, a match day Guernsey, you should be like, look, it's on us, we'll chase it down for you. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's certainly put me off uh, bidding on any match there at <laughs> Guernsey.
0: North Melbourne have done well with dealing with relics this year then, haven't
2: they?
1: <laughs> you say, oh, well, I think the old girl got her Glen Archer Guernsey, so ain't no way to getting that back.
0: Speaking of, that's going to be our uh, mission this off-season is to try and get uh, Dad's footy. Because uh, uh, old oh, man's yeah, so. a, a Tiger supporter, and he's got a ball that was used in the grand final in 1980. Yeah but it's, uh, the story's good, but if you get it authenticated by the club, that'd be amazing.
2: Exactly. Actually, I was having this conversation on the Reddit board, going back to North Relics. Um, Spud uh, Farido, war number 11, uh, handed down from Archer, and he's gone now, so the question was who gets it uh, going forward? Yeah. Who, who puts their hand up to take on the sticks?
1: Shit, I don't know. This is your team. <laughs> well,
2: uh, honestly, I, I would love Zeeble to get it and yeah. the captaincy.
0: But zebel has been there to, long enough to create his own yeah. um, legacy, if you yeah. like. So, somebody else could go, you know what, you're the next one. Because, yeah. how long, like, how many games did Friedo play, or how many seasons before he got number 11?
2: Like, well, he only wore it for a few years.
0: Like, really, it was late in his career where yeah. he got handed over. Okay, so there is that kind of precedent. But... To
1: be honest, I don't think they've got a suitable candidate that deserves taking over that number if you're going well, to look at the, the issue of that. The only ones that come to mind are Zebel and Cunnington. Yeah, they're yeah, the ones, but... Still nothing special. For like, Siebel, yeah. I mean, a bit injured. Um, to be honest, he's a bit soft sometimes, so I wouldn't put him number 11, but... Ah,
0: uh, he's never soft. He, uh, he's good. Cunnington's a know. cunt. So that's what Cunnington he... is, yeah, but not Siebel. Like.
1: I think Siebel's... Yeah. No, I've seen him take a few back steps See... <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, definitely not Swallow. He's not that kind of yeah. player.
1: No. He, I like but... Swallow, don't get me wrong.
2: I don't... From the outside watching in, he doesn't look like an on-field leader <laughs> no. as much as Siebel does. Well,
0: what about somebody like Jed Anderson? But he has he's he didn't start
2: yeah. there.
1: Yeah, that's it. But he,
0: he's got that edge to him. Like that bump on Rewalt we yeah. got reported for, which yeah. is bullshit.
1: Yeah, it was. That was beautiful. Yeah. We were right in front of that, weren't we? Yeah. But he spuds it up a lot
2: too. I mean Luke McDonald is probably the, the one that's the shinbone heritage. But yeah. he's not uh, he doesn't influence a game like Archer did yeah. mind you neither did Fredo, but he was the he, his Fredo's effort exceeded his ability. Yes.
1: Yeah. Maybe just give it back to Glenn Archer and you say, all right, when well, you think someone's ready, you give it to you them. We and well, he's got a few kids coming through. And let's be honest, no one's going to say no if he goes, mate, you're wearing this Guernsey. Well,
2: <laughs> do they Do
0: they also rest the 29 Guernsey then?
1: Yeah. Uh, for just, a season or two. Well, it's a
2: question. Look, you look at all the, the lockers they've got and uh, 29 doesn't have many names on it. No. And,
1: and let's be honest, there's still plenty of room from the rafters on the Coventry end to hang some shit from. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: Well, that'll be interesting too if uh, if the Bulldogs get up on Saturday. It's the first Eddie Had team to win a grand final since two thousand, which is the first year of Eddie. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, not much it's luck. Colonial
1: yet. Stadium came out as, wasn't it? Yeah, it's still got the Cameroonian pins. <laughs> yeah, we do
0: all that kind of stuff. Back to back to the merch.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that'll be interesting to see um, an actual legit flag hanging from Eddie Had Stadium. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, they got a few there. Yeah. Um, all right, that might wrap us up for grand final week. Um, yep. So as we uh, venture into the long summer.
2: Yeah. So I expect to see everyone there Friday for the parade,
1: being a public holiday.
0: Public holiday. You <laughs> will...
1: It's funny. The only people that go to the the grand final parade are tourists. No one in Melbourne makes up to go to parade, do they? I think not. You, you... not there to get a public holiday. If it was, if I was working
2: uh, in the city. And the parade was on, I'd absolutely say, oh, boss, I'm just going to check out the parade. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, you nicked down for a half hour.
1: Yeah, I've you. never been. I've, s- we since we went in 1993. Year. Yeah.
0: But yeah, not since we lived here, fuck that.
1: Exactly. Like, going, getting in and out of the city at the best times is useless, because yeah. Melbourne drivers are shit, and the traffic <laughs> sucks.
0: But, you know, the the real sad story is uh, Sammy Mitchell's kids, they've got to go oh, say, yeah. dad, the parade's on, why aren't we there? <laughs> yeah. And he's got to break it to them. Because they don't know any different. They've yeah. been there every year. <laughs>
1: Where's
0: my car? <laughs> why, why are we doing it today, Dad? He's like, well, because your old man. He's a bit shit. Go speak to Isaac Smith. Go speak to him. <laughs> and he can fucking explain it to you. Well,
1: son, because Geelong are cunts. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkled down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
2: <laughs> I would love to see Seamus say that. Just, I, Isaac? You explain me. it. You're fucking explaining yeah. this shit to my kids.
0: You're babysitting them for the day. you got to put up with the questions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe they go all out and just go, no, we drive around to Birong Ma or something, <laughs> get in a couple of Toyota Camrys and we'll just have oh, our
0: own parade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I think that'll do us for this week. Uh, yep. Clickingballs.com. Oh
1: Jesus
2: Hey I've been to that website (laughs) Clicking Balls coming Not good Not good at all Completely safe for work
0: Definitely editing that out (laughs) Uh, That'll do us for this week Clickingballs.com Say hello to us on Facebook Or on uh, SoundCloud And again Thanks to everyone from Reddit That's called in And hopefully you've stuck around For a second week
2: Yeah Cheers and enjoy the grand final Bye Peace